Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Heart, Home, Faith. I'm your host, Olivia, and as always, thank you for joining us. I want to talk to you today about something that I didn't actually think I was going to do a podcast episode on. However, God works in the best ways, and I'm so excited to bring this episode to you today. One of the things that I'm so blessed to be able to do in my job is that I work with young families. And so an event that I help to facilitate is a mom's summer book study. The book we're reading this summer is called Getting Past Perfect by Kate Wicker. It's fabulous. I highly recommend it. But the chapter that we were focusing on was about motherhood not being a competition. And I realized how important this idea of identifying our own insecurities, our understanding of where this competition in motherhood comes from, this whole idea of the frenemy, that needs to be addressed. And so I'm going to shed some truth, shed some light, and I'm just going to share some stories of the times when I've fallen down and fallen into that that trap, that pit, that place that we don't want to go, and yet that is so natural for us to go to sometimes as women, especially as moms. So here we go for kind of a wild ride. As I've said before, I became a mom when I was 23, and I was the first of my friends to have children. I was the first of my friends to get married. I was the first person in my family who, you know, is in my generation to get married, and then the first one to have children. And so I didn't have a lot of people right around me who were in the same stage and phase of life as I was at the beginning of my motherhood. And I was very insecure. I had a lot of personal insecurities that came from comparison, being compared to my siblings by other people, wanting to be perceived as better than other people. And, you know, I've done the work, because it's work, to psychologically go back and understand where things are coming from and to work through those experiences. I was very blessed to go to a Catholic school. I went to Catholic schools from kindergarten through 12th grade, but I was a freshman in high school the year that my older sister was a senior. And in theory, that sounds great, except it really was not great because that particular group of people that was in the school with me who knew my older sister, like the teachers, they had this idea that I was going to be just like my sister. And at 14 years old, it's very difficult for you who are, of course, not sure of who you are at all because you're 14, right? To be to be told that, you know, your sister was the best at this. And so I remember I walked into my honors English class the first day of high school and the teacher looked at me and she said, you're Katie's little sister. She was my best writer. Thank you. What what do you say to that? Things like that happened. And I wish that teachers especially would be very cognizant of the fact that siblings are not 
identical copies. <laughs> Everybody is different. And of course, in a family, you know when there's a great family and the kids are being raised in a really great environment and the family prioritizes the right things. And those are the things that we should celebrate, not the accomplishments of one sibling in front of another. Anyways, I'm digressing, but that's okay. I had a lot of insecurity about who I was, and I spent most of my high school years trying to make myself look good to other people and wanting to be perceived as better than others so that people would like me. Because again, I was so insecure. I guess the short of it is that I was a very insecure teenager who became a very insecure young adult who ended up becoming a very insecure mom and who just wanted to feel loved and who wanted to feel like people liked me. And of course, there was a lot of times where I didn't like me either. And that was really difficult. And so when I became a mom, I was immediately thinking, I'm going to be the absolute best mom that I can be. I'm going to never lose my patience. I'm going to just rock it. And I'm going to be so good at being a mom. And I'm going to be the best mom ever. And I am a naturally competitive person. And what I've had to realize is that there's a healthy place for competition in our lives. But parenting is not that place. Being a competitive person meant that I have to fight my natural inclination to think that I am winning. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous in parenting because honestly, as Catholic parents, we all have the same goal. Our goal is to raise our children to be saints. And we have to do that with a lot of grace. And as we know from all of the different stories of the saints, there is a unique path for each person to take on the road to heaven. And so for me to be comparing myself to other moms and thinking that I'm going to be a better mom than they are was absolutely ridiculous because no one else has my child and I don't have anybody else's child either. So what I learned was that when I was comparing myself to other women, other moms, I was not only very insecure, I was doing that thing where you try to blow out somebody else's candle so yours looks brighter. And I think that's a phrase that we've heard more and more and we've seen it kind of float around on social media. It's kind of a cute little meme. And it just is very true though because we don't need to squash other people to make ourselves look better. And if we find ourselves doing that, we know in our hearts we're doing it because we're insecure. So my story about this involves potty training my oldest child. There was a person in my life whose child was about the same age as my daughter, and they potty trained their child, and I didn't even know. And I was mortified that we hadn't potty trained our child. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's potty trained her kid. She's a better mom than me. I like went berserk and thought I had to push potty training and I needed to do all the things and I needed to be better. And for some reason, I latched onto this idea that 
having my child potty trained would make me a better parent, which I realize now is just absolute insanity because honestly, diapers are sometimes so much easier than potty training. It's true. Okay. But seriously, it was like, oh my goodness, she's potty trained her kid and she's successful and they're done potty training and we haven't even started and they're so much better at being parents than we are and we are going to have to become better parents and potty train our children in half as much time as it took them to potty train their child because you know what, potty training, we're better parents than them. And that was just not okay. But that was where I was and that has been mortifying because what ended up happening is, of course, pushing the potty training before a child is ready is a terrible thing to do and it results in crazy behavior and just terrible stress and tension in your family and potty training does not need to be that way. You know, it's one of those things that I wish I had known then what I know now, but I'm going to share what I know now with you in the hopes that you don't make the same mistakes I did. You do not have to get into a competition about potty training your kids. What's so strange about that is why on earth would having my child be potty trained be the thing I latched onto? It doesn't, they're all going to learn at some point and nobody asks me, um, nobody has said to me, has, when did your child get potty trained? Like nobody, nobody has said that to me once we got into school. Nobody is asking me about, about it once we're through that phase of, you know, two-year-old-ish. Like, once you're through that, no one asks you when your kid was potty trained because it's not actually important. It is something you can talk about and you can share with other moms, but it's also not that important. Let me stress that again. These things that we're trying to have our kids do because it makes us look good, those things are probably not the most important things especially because we're coming at it from an angle of trying to make our own selves look good, which is pride. And as I said, I'm a naturally competitive person, and I've also spent a lot of my life being very insecure about myself. That has been very difficult because when you walk around with that sense of insecurity, you are looking for any way you can to build yourself up because you don't like being insecure in yourself. However, When your version of building yourself up involves tearing other people down, we are crossing a line and we are no longer on the road to heaven. We're headed in the wrong direction. Sadly, there have been friendships in my life that I have squandered because of this competition. This idea of, I have to be better than this person, or at least I'm better than that person because, you know, I got the better grade, or I have the perfect kids, which I don't. My kids are not perfect, and I'm really okay with that. But these ideas of competing with other women is so, it's so prevalent in our society, but we have to call it out because it's one of those things that can slide under the radar. It's very insidious. I'm going to encourage you today to look into your own lives and look into your own hearts and see where you are experiencing this competition and why is it that you are trying to compete with this other person in your life 
And I think that this is true not just in mothering. I think as women in general, because a society would say we are supposed to be gentle and kind and we're also supposed to be fierce and there's just all of these very conflicting different messages that we receive. Women should be powerful. Women should be soft. Women should be gentle. Women should be strong. And it's very hard to figure out what we are. And on top of it, when we see somebody who's doing something very well that we wish we could do well, so often we forget that we are beloved children of God the Father. So often we forget that we are loved and that we can't earn that love. We can't earn it. It's just given to us freely. And having that love given to us freely, we can take advantage of it so much. Not only is that love given to us, that love is given to every single person we meet. And if that can be our framework for how we're interacting with other people, especially if other women seem to be competing with us, it will really change the interaction. I promise, it really will. To think, you know what, this person is insecure in themselves. I've been insecure in myself. I'm a beloved daughter of God. They're a beloved daughter of God. I need to treat them with the dignity they, re- they deserve, but I also need to treat myself with the dignity that I reserve, deserve. And so that might mean that you pull back from somebody in your life because just because you are called to treat people with dignity and respect doesn't mean that you're called to be treated without dignity and with disrespect. When I was sharing my story of potty training and what was happening there with my own insecurity and my own desire to be perceived as better and to look like I was doing things better than these other people that were in my life at that point, I was, and I just now realized this, I was not upholding the dignity of my child. Not only was I not upholding the dignity of the adults in the situation, myself and the other adults there, I was also not upholding the dignity of their child and the dignity of my child because each child is made uniquely. And when we start comparing, especially when we start comparing our kids, that is a really dangerous place. And I think that we see it a lot during, you know, the early mom years, but you know where else I've experienced it was high school, especially when it was comparison of which kids were going to which colleges. And at the end of high school, there was this booklet printed for our graduation ceremony, and it said where everybody was going. And I remember flipping through it, and already I had this process of seeing like, oh, well, that person's just going there. And it was just, that's not who we're called to be. Every person has their own unique gifts and talents and abilities. And it's very, very easy to fall into this trap. And as parents, it's very easy to think that our children's accomplishments are somehow able to be attributed to ourselves. And there's a very fine line between being proud and encouraging our children and then using our children to bolster our own sense of security. And when we start using our kids to bolster our own sense of security, 
that's when we are ruining friendships. That's when we are using our kids in a way that is unhealthy. Using anybody is unhealthy. We are called to love and to serve, not to use people. That's not who we are. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this idea of not competing with other people because I've seen firsthand the incredibly negative effects that it has on all of us because it's very true. Now, I can't talk about this without talking about social media. Social media, as we know, it's the highlight reel. And I have to be honest with you, I don't want to share my dirty laundry or my dirty toilets with you on Insta. I'm just not going to do it. But I do want to share words of encouragement. And there has been a really big push in the past several years to share some real life moments. And I love that. I love the idea of sharing real life with people and not just curating your look and curating your life to make it look perfect because when we're doing that, again, why are we doing that? Are we trying to make ourselves look perfect so other people perceive us as better than them and therefore in some strange way we're the winners? I don't know. Are we doing it because we enjoy taking pictures of our house that we've recently remodeled and we want people to see our progress and to journey along with us? That's awesome. Are we taking cute pictures of our kids because they're cute and we love sharing them with friends and relatives and and helping people understand that they're in this together and that we're a group and a community? Super cool. Are we posting pictures of our kids so that other people realize that our kids met a milestone and we're so proud of them and if their kid didn't meet that milestone, they're terrible people. Yeah, see, that's where we cross the line. And sometimes I think that we can really get confused as to what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so I think it is important periodically to step back and to pray, to pray about the relationships that are in our life to pray about the people that we're interacting with on social media because there are times where the healthiest and the most proper thing for us to do because the most proper thing for us to do will always be the thing which draws us closer to God is to step away, to click on follow, to move into a different space and recognize that when we go down this path, we're not following God's will for our life. So this is something, this idea of competition, it can really fester in all sorts of different areas because there are so many places where as women, we can feel less than others. And this can involve things like cooking or being organized or having a home that looks great, or having the bigger house, or the bigger yard, or the right swing set, or, you know, the the driveway that's perfect, or the garden that has no weeds, or the the kids that are always presented clean. Um, My kids play in mud a lot, so my kids usually look fairly dirty, but that's okay. They're having a great childhood. However, if we're taking all of this time and all of this energy to compare ourselves to other women, we are zapping our own strength to love our family well. 
So as I said, we need to respect the dignity of every single human person. We're all made in his image and likeness. That is the very basic tenet of social teaching. And you can see that there are so many ways for us to twist that and for us to diverge from the path of really seeing people as made in his image and likeness. There are so many opportunities for us to try to stack ourselves up against other people and win. There's just so many times where as women, we are able to try to cultivate that idea of the frenemy. The idea of that person we keep in our life because, well, we don't actually like them, but we want to make ourselves look better than them. So we look at every opportunity to knock that person down. And it's hard to admit when we do that. I hear you. It really is. Because it's not easy to say that I'm messing up. Especially if we're stuck in this idea of competition because we're trying to build ourselves up. But like any sort of terrible weed, it takes a lot of work. If you can't tell, I've been gardening recently. We have to dig it out by the root. And that requires a lot of exertion. However, it's so worth it. So I told you at the beginning of this episode that I spent a lot of my life feeling very insecure. And there's been things that have contributed to that. And there have been times where I thought I was maybe doing the right thing and I wasn't because when I came home to potty train my daughter, I was convinced that that was the right thing that I had to do and it wasn't. And so it's hard to step back and it's hard sometimes to, you know, as they say, see the forest for the trees. It really is hard to get the big picture, the bird's eye view. It's just difficult to to do that work of digging out that weed that's in our hearts and helping ourselves to recognize that we have work to do and that we can be insecure, but we don't need to be. Allowing ourselves to feel God's love for us is not easy because of our fallen nature and because of this fallen world, but it's there. And so if we can just accept who we are and that we are beloved daughters of God, we'll see that transform all these other areas of our lives. We'll see us not want to have these sort of frenemy relationships anymore. We'll want to have real and authentic relationships with people. One of my very good friends was telling me about a relationship in her life that is a challenge for her. And it's very similar to what I experienced, except I was the problem in the relationship and, and she is not. But the these two moms have kids that are about the same age and they have different philosophies and they've made different lifestyle choices and they just are called to different things because, again, every person has their own path to heaven. But when we lose sight of that, that every person has their own unique path to heaven, and we start comparing our path to their path, our kids to their kids, we're really revealing to other people how insecure we are in what we're doing. And that might mean that our spiritual lives need some bolstering. That might mean that we need a community of support and we're not getting the emotional, physical support that we need from the people around us. But it doesn't mean that it's okay for us to be treated 
in a poor manner or for us to allow other people to treat us without acknowledging our dignity. So I said to my friend, I said, I'm so sorry, that's not okay, but you know, this poor person in your life, she's so insecure. And I think just being able to say, you know, I'm hearing you, I'm listening, but that poor person, she's so insecure, just being able to name that insecurity can really help us to shift our perspective from we want to be better, we want to tug, you want to pull, this whole tug of war thing that us moms can do sometimes. When we are able to recognize that people who might be treating us poorly are doing it from their own insecurity, it does not make it okay, but it does mean that it gives us a sense of how better to pray for that person. And as I said before, there are times when we need to completely step away from people, but we still are called to love people and to honor them with the dignity that they have as human beings. And the best way we can do that is to pray for them. The best way that we can grow in this area is through prayer. And so I want to encourage you to take some time to pray And if you're struggling with this idea of competition, be it, you know, feeling jealous or envious of the mom who fits into her pre-baby jeans, if it's feeling jealous of the mom who has the perfect house, the kid who's potty trained, the kid who always looks perfectly dressed and color-coordinated, you know, the mom who only serves healthy and organic food, there's all these different ways that we can compare ourselves to other people. But I'll say it a million times. Comparison is the thief of our joy. And as Catholics, we are called to be the example and the joy. So comparison has no place in our hearts. What does have a place in our hearts is respect, love, dignity, kindness, and joy. These are the things that should be in our heart. And these are the things that will be in our heart if we accept our status as beloved daughters of God. We can do this. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Heart Home Faith. I am very passionate about letting go of competition and acknowledging that I've made mistakes and acknowledging that I have fallen because we all fall. I'm not perfect and I don't have it all together, but I'm thrilled to say that having recently turned 30, it dawned on me that I like myself because I'm worth liking. And that insecurity that I faced for so much of my life, I'm able to call it out now and I'm able to say, yeah, that's not the voice of God. That's not who I am. I'm beloved. And it really makes such a big difference. So if you're struggling, please, like I said, spend time in prayer. Ask God to help you realize his love for you because he loves you so, so much. And as women, we need to allow ourselves to feel that love. So until next time, my prayer for you is that you will feel as loved as you are.